0: So when I think about organizational health, there's a lot of components that I want to cover that I think many HR folks understand, but at the organizational level, they don't always have the green light to make swift and effective and pretty immediate changes around some of the organizational health variables. So I want to kind of share some of the psychological variables as well as my opinion on what you should be thinking about when you think about organizational health. Um, I guess I'll start with the psychological element to begin with, right? An HR leader in your company, a head of people, chief people, officer, whatever the case is going to be, they should have a significant amount of autonomy. Excuse me for the nasally sound here. I'm trying trying to push through. They should have a significant amount of autonomy coupled with a significant amount of leverage in decision-making moments. Let me explain. A lot of the variables that I'm going to list off here around organizational health, bottom line, these variables support new product innovations, more money, money coming in faster, Products being developed and built and ideated on faster, more efficiently. Employees that you've never heard of finally feeling safe enough to raise their hand and say that they've noticed seven different issues in this department, which could be connected to the other department, which could be connected to the reason why there's a drop off in sales and they have a solution that they've been working on behind the scenes internally. But now they're ready to bring it up because their psychological safety, uh, organizational health and the head of people having a lot of decision-making bandwidth can be connected to attracting and retaining some of the best talent that can also attract other talent because their brothers and their sisters and their colleagues now find out that they're working there thus they're like well if john will work there john's the smartest most creative brilliant guy i know that doesn't work at any company so let me check out what they're doing right so Organizational health, head of people, chief people officer, decision-making rights, all of this shit matters at a real, real level. And I've been on so many interviews as of late, and I'm in a company right now as a volunteer, as pretty much sitting at, you know, co-owning the responsibility, sitting at the top of the org as we think about the people. And we're still fighting and we're still feeling this uphill battle of, making strong cases and getting things approved and essentially waiting to get green lights. And I don't think that's good as you think about the health of your org. Yes, the health of your org has a lot to do with sales. Yes, the health of your org has to do a lot with your margins. Yes, the health of your org has a lot to do with the competitive landscape of the products or the services that you put out and how that matches up with folks and brands around you et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Marketing, you know, delivery, all these things. But when we really break down organizational health and when we really break down the fact that we're still not in a 2092 world where I think the robots will take over, organizational health, let's call it 80%, still falls into the slot of people, That is just objectively true. So here are a few elements of what I think of when I see and when I hear the word organizational health. Turnover rates, attrition, pay transparency, wage gaps, psychological safety, um, best practices that are connected to retention employees points of views on our performance management systems employees points of views on our 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 tech stack decision making frameworks and structures employees preferences being heard and respected and being adjusted connected to workflows um there's so many more like i'm literally going to start pulling up more because i'm like pausing right now i'm learning and development right um Learning initiatives, um, you know what's happening when, wh- you know what's happening when, when we want to, w- what's happening when we want to try to have the ability to restructure or renavigate a role to position to position an employee into a role that's much better for for he or she, um, and, and on and on and on, right? And so, all of those variables and so many more should be tracked, like literally what spawned and created and motivated me to make this piece of content today. I'm looking at a a McKinsey article and it literally says in the very beginning how we build a data-driven systematic approach and understanding of your organizational health is going to be connected to the long-term success of the org. And the chief people officer needs to have full bandwidth and responsibility, full decision-making capability and full understanding and data at all times around some of those variables I just mentioned and more when we think about organizational health. And a lot of the data in those categories should not just be raw. It should be data that generates a perspective from the employees first. So if you have your attrition data, if you have your retention data, if you have your NPS score data, if you have your data around... um, decision-making, workflows, autonomy. If you have your decision, you know, you have your data around flexibility of work. Um, Again, financial numbers as far as pay gaps and performance, all of this shit should be generated from not only just having the raw data, but there should be a storytelling element, a contextual nuanced information package of what the employees are saying about this data what the employees are feeling about the data. You should be teaching them and putting them in the position of power to, to story tell to you what you need to be doing differently. I'll pull up the notes from uh, an exit interview yesterday. The first, uh, the first bit of information he shared is, you know, there were three different times during his tenure where he, where he noted significant attrition. He noticed that commitment to certain roles and responsibilities were not rolled out clear enough from a communication perspective from the recruiting team. That is connected to organizational health. That is data from the employees first that is going to really impact what we decide to do moving forward. He also shared that he believes that we should be formally gathering information around, around, inevitably how to how to manage and understand you know the capacity of of the capabilities and the team members we have in the organization again great feedback that will impact the organizational's health there should be an investment of software for the collection of information better than what we currently have again connected to organizational health that was that was created from the employee's pov i can go on and on and on through here right like vision delivery team and process um You know, operating, an operating model that's improved, internal communications that are improved, matrix and cross department communications issues are still not clear. This is great feedback that, again, is going to impact our organizational health. So as heads of people, we need to not only have this data, but we need to have the decision making, the ability, the autonomy to say to a CFO, a CMO, a CEO, to say to fellow executives in the company, this is the data raw. This is the storytelling connected to the raw data. And this is what the hell we got to do. We got to make a change. We got to improve. So just a few thoughts and perspectives around organizational health. Hope this rant helped.